Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we have a fun challenge for you. We're calling it the 50 Mile Challenge, and the purpose of it is to find a few fun things to do with your family within 50 miles of your house. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an incredible math curriculum, and we encourage you to check them out for next school year. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hey, everybody. It's a chilly evening here in northern Indiana. Uh, we've had some beautiful, beautiful weather, um, and uh, we are in the throes of summer. Uh, it's been a big week. Uh, we moved Ike and Carolyn into their ha- new house, which is not a new house, but an old house that's been remodeled. It's not totally done, but they are in it. I do not, they're usually above me um, in the loft, and so I don't have to worry about what I say. I don't have to, I can just talk about them all I want, and they'll probably never hear it. Um, but that was really fun, and uh, they're on their way now to the, to building a home. They still have a lot of work to do, but it's getting closer and closer. And also, this uh, S- Sunday coming up is Father's Day, and it's Kids' Day. Uh, Kids' Day is the first day of summer, and just happens to fall on Father's Day this year, uh, which is like a convergence of two great days. The greatest day in the world is, of course, Father day, Father's Day, and n- your husband doesn't expect much but just smile at him a lot and let him eat whatever he wants to eat and tell him how big his muscles are by the end. Um, and that will be a perfect Father's Day. Kids Day, though, is, uh, I, I'm, I'm not positive, but I think we did invent it about uh, 20 years ago uh, when Ben was a little kid. And uh, I know I've been sharing that with uh, the men on the Family Man uh, site there, or our website. For years and years and years, there are a lot of families that do it. We have some great tips. You can just go to thesmilinghomeschooler.com, type in Kids Day, and it will kind of tell you the, uh, um, I don't know, the origin story of Kids Day and some of the things we've done in the past. I know that, you know, it doesn't have to be a big deal. We just kind of use it to let our kids know how much we love them. Uh, Sometimes we've gone to Pixar movies that just came out, and there is a Disney movie that is going to be out called Luca. I think it's coming out just in a couple of days. So you go see that. It looks pretty that, tame. Does it even come to theaters? I think it's just straight to Disney+. I, Plus. No. Are you sure? Maybe they added oh. it now to theaters too. It oh, was maybe just Disney+. Plus, on but... Disney+. Plus. Well, there you go. Um, and, or, you know, we'd get pizza. We had uh, cook s'mores by the fire. We had got slip and slides. We did just fun stuff. I, again, wrote a note to each of our kids just telling them how much we loved them. So, um, but... That's not what we're going to talk about during this time. Uh, This time we're going to, I was talking to my wife uh, last night and I said, do you have any like podcast ideas that we could just talk about? I said, I don't want to talk about school because, hey, it's summer. We shouldn't be thinking about school. So I said, uh, and she suggested some ideas and really tonight's show is kind of from that. Um, But she also suggested that I ask you. Um, so if you have some things maybe you'd like to discuss or, or, you know, maybe something you've been thinking about, it doesn't have to be like a big, long thing. It might just be, you know, how do you handle allowances or something like that, that we could maybe talk about that on our show. Um, but the only way we'll know that is if you put them in the comments below, or you can email me at familyman at familymanweb.com. And we'd love to maybe talk about it in the coming weeks. Um, but today, I was thinking, again, my wife's idea, I thought we should talk about things to do that are fairly close to home. 
And uh, so I wrote Ben earlier today and I said, hey, Ben, how about a 50 mile challenge, you know, to find out how many cool things we can find within 50 miles of our home here in Milford, Indiana, um, and challenge you to see what you might be able to find within 50 miles of your home. Because I'm gonna guess, unless you live somewhere way out in the middle of nowhere, that there's lots to do that you've never uh, done, maybe you've been talking about, uh, or you didn't know even existed. So Ben, uh, maybe we should just start talking. Uh, did did you have any time to look any of those things up or to or come up with any ideas? I didn't go like super specific. I kind of did some more generalities because like, I mean, people don't really necessarily only care what we have in 50 miles, but um, some things you can do within 50 miles, uh, you know, and, and some of these aren't exotic and we're not saying do all of them, but it's just to show like how many things there are that you can do that are fun. Um, so what was your first thing? My first thing I put down is a water park. Uh, you know, there's actually one in uh, Columbia City, which is near near us that apparently has a couple water slides and a couple other big things. And, uh, you know, it's just like a community one. And we may go try to do that here sometime the next, uh, you know, three or four, four or five weeks, probably. Because it doesn't have to be like, a, no. a you know, Disney Park right. or Wet and Wild. Because uh, there are a lot of communities that, that have gotten rid. I know like my hometown of Danville, Indiana, yep. they got rid of their swimming pool and they built one of these kind of community exactly. water parks. That has a little lazy river, maybe a little a couple slides and some splash pads. And your wife was saying that the one in Columbia City that I've never even heard of uh, is only five bucks a person. Yeah. So, so I mean, they're pretty cons- I, I don't think they're, you know, usually if it's community one, it's probably not for profit or at least not as much profit. So it might be more reasonable. Uh, you know, in our area, there's some bigger ones out of, you know, a little farther out, which is a blast too, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. something a little bit different and, uh, the kids obviously usually love those. So, uh, I think that's a fun thing. And I think most of them are probably opened at this point. So, uh, you know, despite like, I think all the COVID's basically over, it seems like. So, uh, it should be should be a good time to get out and have some fun, I think, at one. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll report back and say if ours is actually any good, but it's, I think it would be fun. But what's your top one? I Well, I don't know about top. I didn't put him in. in right. uh, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, there's always putt-putt uh, or miniature golf, w- which there is a difference, you know, to the uh, mm. putt-putters and miniature golf. Putt-putt is kind of like golfing, you know, where they usually have just a green and you – knock a, a golf ball around um but miniature golf is where it becomes like magical you know where they put you know giant paper mache elephants and a, a swinging bridge or a a little moat that you know a, a drawbridge that goes up and down and you have to get it in there um i know that we have a couple near us we have uh one that's not too far from uh, our brother sam's house uh and uh we haven't been there in a long time they also have some batting cages and uh, and maybe you're fortunate enough to have one of those around you. Uh, but they're always a lot of fun. Um, and, um, you know, sometimes you get special deals. It's not always cheap, um, but it's always lots of fun. I feel like it's cool too, because sometimes the youngest kids can actually beat the parents and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's not really, I mean, there's skill obviously, but no one's usually that practiced up on it. So it's, it's, it can actually be pretty fun, uh, in that way. Um, and I think that, you know, the fun of the putt-putt is not just actually doing it, but it, it kind of feels like a little outing, right. you know, where you get ice cream afterwards or, yeah, totally. or you do something like that. Or especially if you live in Florida and you've got those putt-putt places that have like red and blue lights that shoot up the palm trees. 
That is magical. That's Every kid cool. should be able to play butt butt in those kind of places. Melanie said, my husband has been taking the boys disc golfing at the Metro Park. Mm. That's great. Super fun. I really like disc golfing. I don't do it. I've hardly done it. But every time I've gone, it's a blast. It's outdoors. It's They're usually free in the area if you have the discs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's pretty cheap to get into relatively. I mean, you can go expensive if you want. But I think that's a great idea. Um, I put, uh, this is not really outdoors, but... Uh, go to a local weird museum. Uh, there's, it's crazy how many there are. Like in, in Warsaw, we have, you know, the Kosciuszko County Historical Society. It's in the old jail. You know, they have an old Ku Klux Klan, you know, thing. They have old jail cells. Like, you know, it's just showing crimes from in the area. And it's just a bunch of weird stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, no one would ever go. Uh, but it's, you know, I'm sure if you took a family there, they'd just be thrilled to death. But you might be surprised how many things like that. Or, or we have... Um, Probably about 20 minutes away or 30, we have a, the RV Hall of Fame uh, in our area. There's also, I've always driven by it. It's a tiny little place. It's called, I think it's the Bell Air Museum over in a town near us. It's, I think, you know, it's just, there's, it's the incredible. The Bell ho- Helicopters. Yeah, Bell Helicopters. It's just amazing how many of those kind of things there are. Or if you're in a bigger town, they're probably going to have a memorial or uh, it, it's just, it's or like, for example, in Fort Wayne, they just opened up uh I think it's a World War II Veterans Memorial, but it's like 80% the size of the one in D.C., like the huge wall or whatever, uh, you know, uh, but it's like I've never heard of it. But and that one's not going to be crazy, you know, fun or anything like that. But you might actually be surprised how many of those kind of things there are in your area. And we're well, in a pretty in fact, boring area oh, comparatively. So and I was going to mention that, too. Um, in fact, one of the websites that I love is Roadside America mm-hmm. um, because it has all of those things. I mean, really, from the the tiniest. I was looking just if there was anything within 50 miles of us. There's a uh, Hall of Heroes Museum in Elkhart. That's all the superheroes, um, which would be fun if you're into that, you know. Um, uh, and we've done lots of them in other places where, uh, you know, out on Route 66, uh, I think by Tulsa uh, or Oklahoma City, there's a I, uh, concrete totem poles that some guy, you know, put in his field or whatever. Or, um, you know, the Mothman Museum. We drove by that on the way to North Carolina. And the Mothman is like uh, this alien thing that someone saw, th- thought they saw back in like the 50s or 60s. And they've created this little museum. And I'm sure there's not much to it. Um, but I just think those things are so cool. Or even like uh, uh, museums to celebrities. Um, I was with Sam and Ike, maybe, and Abe, and we were in Indiana, Pennsylvania, which is the birthplace of boyhood home of, of Jimmy Stewart. And mm-hmm. we went to the Jimmy Stewart Museum. I had heard that there was one there. And I, uh, we made a, we, we actually, I was speaking at this event and the guy, there was a guy there who was the head of it, you know, and it was just this tiny little thing, but it was so much fun. And I would guess that most of the people in Indiana, Pennsylvania had never even been in it, you know, and, uh, I just think those are so fun to go and see. And again, you can see that on roadside America. Uh, just, you can type in your location. And there's always, you know, like yeah. I didn't know in like in in Marion, Indiana, which is probably close to that 50 mile uh, marker. There's the world's biggest ball of paint. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like three feet. He started he, he coated a baseball and he just started putting more and more in coats. And it's about three feet. Oh, is that uh, it? I thought it was like now. six feet tall. I thought he had to no, use something uh, to turn it. No. or something. Uh, 
yeah and so it's hanging by this bolt and you can even pay to to paint a coat on it you know and put your name on it i always thought that'd be fun for like the smiling homeschooler on it and take a picture of it but you know it's not going anywhere but and the only way we're going to see it is if we go and do it oh yeah uh, Heather here said we have a rock museum here that's near us that we enjoy. And then Karen said I walked around a butterfly park uh, that's five minutes from oh. my house. And then Heather also said the Buzz Aldrin Space Museum in Wapakoneta, Ohio. Wapakoneta. Uh, yeah, which sounds actually that would be really cool. Um, I put this is not anything unique, but it's garage sailing. I think that's actually a fun thing to do hmm. on a weekend with family. Uh, there's been a few times we've done that over the last few years, you know, and I, it's always memorable to me. Uh, if you can find like a nice neighborhood, uh, that they're all like right next to each other again, nothing crazy, but it's just something to go out and do. Um, and, and I'm also going to put, um, uh, I'm trying to think I, I put also maybe do like a baseball game or some other kind of like local sport. Mm, that's a good idea. Um, you know, we didn't, I haven't been to one in forever, but we used to, uh, do the, the re library reading thing where they give you a free wizards, which is our, which is now the tin caps, I think, which is in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, they would give you a free ticket if you read a certain amount. And, uh, so we'd go do that. We did that like maybe a couple years in a row and that was super memorable, you know? And, uh, I did that when I was like six or not nah, probably older than that, probably like 10. Uh, so, you know, Hey, I remember it 18 years later and, uh, it was definitely <laughs> fun, just so. writing that down. We need to go do that yeah. again. Exactly. And so, you know, especially if you're in a bigger city, you're going to have an actual decent team. Uh, you could go go watch and that can be a really fun thing to do. And they're usually not too crazy expensive. No, and they have so much going on now. I mean, they shoot T-shirts out into the crowd. Mm. It's almost like every inning they have to entertain them because people can't just sit and watch baseball anymore. Um, but I was one of mine that I put in there. Um, and this is local um where that you were talking about fort wayne where the tin caps play or the wizards played at the time um right on that hill up there is the as the john chapman or the johnny appleseed uh grave um which you've been to uh the uh, the tombstone marker i think finding famous dead people is super cool um in fact if you want a great website to see who's buried in your neck of the woods that maybe you know of uh go to findagrave.com, findagrave.com. I mean, they have, I was just looking like in Indiana and who are people who are close, like Newt Rockney, he's buried in uh, South Bend, which is not far from us. Emmett Kelly, which is the sad clown, you know, the one who, uh, super famous, he's buried in Lafayette. Regis Philbin, you know, fairly modern. He's buried in, uh, over by Notre Dame as well. Hmm. Um, but uh, if you live at like out in California, You've got gobs of famous dead people. You should spend your whole summer at your uh, cemeteries where you could see Walt Disney. Um, I was just talking to uh, Ben's uh, father-in-law that uh, when I go to Los Angeles, I, I go to the cemeteries and I've seen Walt Disney and Jimmy Stewart and uh, Maury Amsterdam and uh, Oliver Stanley, or maybe it's not Oliver Stanley, but Laurel and Hardy. Uh, Stanley Oliver Hardy, which, and Laurel Hardy. Laurel Hardy and the Stanley skinny Oliver. One, the skinny one. The skinny one. I saw John Ritter, which some of you might know who that is. Um, and it's just it's just yeah. uh, Frank Baum, who's the, the author of The Wizard of Oz. Uh, they have W.C. Fields, Nat King Cole, all those people. John Knotts, you can see them all there. And again, you'd probably be surprised who's buried around you. You might, you know, especially... 
uh, findagrave.com will list uh, Civil War veterans or any kind of um, famous person who uh, did something. Well, and I think it's kind of neat. You can potentially show them your grandparents or your great grandparents mm. or, uh, you know, maybe tell stories about about them. Because usually whenever we've gone to one, usually it's when we were burying someone else that we knew, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll go find, uh, you know, a great grandpa or whoever. And they'll be like, oh, this person next to him was my great aunt. And she always, you know, gave me a donut whenever I saw her or whatever else, you know, and those kind of things I think are, are fun to know. Um, but real quick here, before we give you a couple more, um, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks. Um, they're an amazing math curriculum. Uh, again, we don't want to really be thinking about school right now, but when you get to them next year, Teaching Text will be there for you. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we really appreciate their support. Also, uh, we've mentioned this before, but we have another podcast called The Wonderful World of Disney+, Plus, uh, which is about uh, movies and shows. You know, it's all family-friendly. Uh, if you want, you know, if your kids are looking for something, if you or your husband, uh, it's just a fun, kind of fun thing to watch as family. Uh, there's, you know, we, we talk about a lot of family movies that you could all watch together. Um, and it's just fun. So we appreciate the support. But, um, all right. So mine, I had, this is, this is a weirder one too, but I did antique stores. I think that's kind of fun. I, I, maybe I should lump it in together. Like if you have an out, you know, like a big outdoor mall, uh, you know, maybe like the, um, oh, what do they call them? The big, not warehouses. Like, what do they call the outlet outlets? Uh, you know, where it's like the, the companies send all of their stuff to them. I'm blanking. Yeah. Like an outlet, outlet mall. Yeah, an outlet mall Which, or the yeah. mall or an antique mall. I think those kind of things can be fun, kind of fun day of it. Like we have one up near, um, on the way to the Indiana Dunes, uh, which is also a great thing. And I put on there is go to the beach or whatever else you have in the area. If you have anything, um, you know, it's just fun walking around outside, going in the stores, you know. I mean, uh, in-person shopping still is fun to do, and you don't have to spend as much, and you can actually still get some enjoyment out of it. So uh, that's something we, we often like doing if we if Well, we can. I put my next one, I put uh, like air museum type things um, because you think that's like only in uh, Dayton, Ohio, the right right. Right. Patterson Air Force Base or Smithsonian, but really there are a lot of people who collect those kind of things. Um, we have one in Grissom Air Force Base. It's not mm-hmm. too far from us, and it just has a bunch of planes stuck out there on a uh, an area. And you might not get any kind of fancy tour, but it is cool to be able to stand next to some jet airplanes and some helicopters and and just uh, meander around them. Totally. Another one is uh, if you have them in your area, I think they're becoming more rare, but uh, drive-in theaters, I think that's a fun thing to do um, as a family. I haven't been to a lot. I've only been to a couple. Uh, One of them was... It was a double feature of the Smurfs 2 and Plane, so it was pretty terrible. Uh, but if you went to a good movie, you know, often they'll do they'll do an early one and then a late show. Uh, that's obviously, if you have a big family, that can be a good way to go. And it can be a, a little bit different than just going and sitting inside of a dark room, you know, which is also fun, but a little bit different, a little bit more family-oriented. Uh, and you can be probably louder than you could be if you, uh, you know, than in a theater. So especially if you have smaller kids, that might be easier. Um, but I know we have quite a few in our area. I, I don't know how that common that is though. I mean, I think we have three within probably 50 miles, but I don't think that's, I, I read somewhere that they're pretty much all, you know, go, they went out of business pretty, pretty widespread. Yeah, but there, I think yeah, COVID probably gave them a, yeah. kind of gave them a resurgence maybe. I don't know. But so that was, that was on my list. Well, you know, and the thing, and, and this is one of those that I, you know, for the last three years I've been saying, oh, we're going to do that this year. We're going to do that this year. And we have yet to do that, you know, as a family. And 
it's amazing if you don't get take care of it soon uh you know it just it's it's gone and then you don't get you miss another summer and you don't know that you're going to get another summer back um so uh, again take take advantage of it um how about uh science museums I know we have one in Fort Wayne that I haven't been to since my kids, most of my kids were little. Um, but um, the cool thing about some of those science museums, and yes, they do cost a lot, but uh, sometimes they're connected to each other. So if you have a um, pass to one of them, you get a pass to all of them. And I know my wife used to buy hers. Uh, she would call in and get it before online, I think. And um, Terre Haute, Indiana, which had the cheapest admission to any of them. And then she could get in the, the more expensive ones for free. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, that's a good rainy day activity. Or maybe when it's just hot outside and you want some air conditioning. I did, uh, I think those, the, the like summer festivals slash outdoor concerts. Mm -hmm. Our town does some of those out in like the center park area. Um, you know, some of them are crummy, but you can also find a lot of times they'll be more like, you know, gospel music or country or like, like bluegrass type stuff, or, you know, they may not be all just like rock or something like that, but sometimes they'll have Christian artists. Um, we also have a local theater, uh, that can be pretty fun. I know, especially for like my daughter, we're wanting to maybe take her to something like they have the wizard of Oz. Um, and those can just be cool things. Like there was just recently, Michael W. Smith came, uh, to an area nearby near, near to us. And, uh, some of our family went to that. So there, there can be a lot of fun, you know, music events and especially if it's outdoors, that can be, can be really fun, mm -hmm. uh, on an mm -hmm. evening, but you have anything Absolutely. else on yours? I, I like that. Yeah, I've got some other things. Um, I was just even going to say, you know, your county fair. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. I'm going to guess that uh, most of you have them. Sometimes uh, if you live in a hotter climate, they don't have them until uh, the fall or even in the winter. But around here, you know, come July, uh, the whole world seems to stop and we go to the county fair. And I know uh, maybe you're not a fair person because, honestly, I'm probably not a fair person. Um, but, uh, my family loves it and it's just a lot of fun to go eat a big corn dog or hang around a cow barn and, um, kids seem yeah. to really, really like that. <laughs> we love the fair. Uh, it just has a very Americana old fashioned feel, yeah, uh, yeah. especially at least in the areas that we are, cause we're pretty rural. Uh, it's just a blast and that's coming up actually for us here in a few weeks. Um, mm -hmm. one of my last, I mean, I have a few more, but one of mine was, uh, trails whether that's you know bike trails or uh, walking trails uh, there's some there's a ton just going in all over the place I feel like we have some incredible bike trails near us but you know even if they're just walking ones that might be a fun thing you could do for a family in an evening and then maybe go get ice cream at the end or something you know a lot of them will have something along the way um, I think that can be a fun thing to do I mean I know a long time ago we biked you know to dinner somewhere we like biked like maybe four or five miles and then got, you know, a Mexican afterwards or something like that. So, uh, I think that's a, can be a fun thing maybe with older kids, especially if it's like, you know, a little bit more intense bike trails. But, mm -hmm. uh, I think if, if, if there are, your husband will probably enjoy that too. If it's any kind of, you know, uh, any intensity or going through the woods or mountain biking, that kind of stuff. But, uh, maybe just look up and see in your area. Uh, a lot of places have that now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, maybe as we bring this to close, uh, again, just what's amazing to me is that uh, of how much there is to do just within uh, 50 miles of your house. 
Um, and But the thing is, it won't get done unless we do it. Um, maybe there's something that you've been talking about going to do for a long time. Maybe it's, you know, that museum, like the Studebaker Museum that's near us, or uh, one that I was just re-reminded about yesterday. Ben, if you thought of where the biggest tree stump in the world is, where would you might think it might be? I mean, I know the correct answer, but realistically, oh, yeah, it's Kokomo, uh -huh. it's a sycamore, but yes. I would have guessed uh, it would have been the Redwoods probably, but. Exactly, but it's not, you already blew that for me. Sorry. It's in Kokomo, Indiana. The biggest tree stump is just, you know, within 50 miles of us. <laughs> so it's big. 18 feet across, it's 57 feet around, it's an old sycamore, it's 12 feet tall. No one ever saw it as a tree, They, I mean, who remembers? It's always just been a tree stump and it's in a building and I mean, to go and see that, and I think that would just be amazing. And again, we've been—I've thought about it for years, and I just have never done it. So, and the hard part is you you're not make going to—if you live near there, you're not on vacation, you're not traveling somewhere, so you intentionally have to go make the trip. Otherwise, it's not just going to be like, oh, once in a while we were in the area on having a fun time, so let's just stop by. So it is harder when you have to be intentional to go somewhere that you are usually on your way somewhere or just mm -hmm. doing your normal daily routine. So, uh, you know, we get it because it's just as hard for us as it is for you guys but and for everyone out there. But uh, if you don't make the effort, it yeah. doesn't happen. I know for sure. I mean, as we yeah. just said, but I agree. I agree. Fast. So we're going to ask you to take up the challenge. Uh, maybe if you've got some ideas uh, that, that we didn't talk about, uh, or maybe you just uh, sit down with your kids or sit at the, your computer and make a little list of things that are within 50 miles of you and maybe do something in the coming weeks. Um, you know, because this is the time to do it. This is the time to make memories and to do fun things because summer's going to be over before you know it. And you'll be slogging back into the school year again. So um, take a look at all those things. See what you can come up with. And don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening this week. Let us know if you visit any fun places nearby. Also, if you have a topic suggestion for our show, feel free to send us a message over on Facebook. And lastly, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this Mind Homeschooler. They're an awesome math curriculum, and we really appreciate their support. I would encourage you to check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.